Hello and welcome to the podcast, Shut Up, I Love It. I'm Sasha Filer. And I'm Lorraine DeGraffenwright. We're we're recording for you all from the island of misfit toys. Merry Christmas. This is a podcast where people are free to speak at length about that thing that they love so, so very much that other people maybe don't love or aren't aware of. Oh, they hate so bad Mm -hmm. that the internet is filled with hatred for this particular subject. Yeah, maybe they hate it so much that if you're a person who loves that thing, you quiet the voice inside you that says that you love it. You just keep it to yourself, but not not on this podcast. On this podcast, you let it out. Let it out. Make a hole in your throat with a pen. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Yeah. It has to do with today's subject. It sure does. And yell, yell how much you love it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you know what, listeners, you're probably wondering <laughs> what's going on with this. I know Sasha's voice, and Lorraine, mm-hmm. she's not a host of this podcast no, usually. Not usually. But today I'm a guest host so that I could welcome to the show a very special guest, right? Very Is, are we special. Doing this? We are. We are in it. We're deep in it. The one. The only on this planet, Stephen Aaron Cohen. Thank you for having me. Stephen, oh, so nice to have you here (laughs) sitting right across from me instead of next to me. Now, we did not do a bio for you, which I feel a little bit bad about. We should do it now. Yeah, if you guys want to freestyle a bio. So I'm going to freestyle a bio for Stephen Cohen. Born in Maryland. Born in Maryland. To David and Joanne Cohen. Mm -hmm. Yes. Brother to... Uh, Lauren Cohen. Yes. Unmarried spouse to Megan. <laughs> right? Are you guys married? No. Okay. Just checking. Father <laughs> of two very beautiful cats. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. An actor, a model of uh, a beautiful calendar that y'all should buy. That's true. Yes. And a really great improviser. Actually, I would say one of the best improvisers that I ever got a chance to play with. Same here. That's very nice. Truly. One of the most supportive um, improvisers who also does really great characters and is capable of bringing in his knowledge of film and literature right on that stage. And I I truly mean it. Yeah, me too. When I sort of unofficially quit improv, like one of the things that was like sad and made it hard for me to make that choice was like, oh, I won't get to be in scenes with Steven anymore. That's annoying. But I've come to find that what I really like about being in scenes with Steven is watching Steven work. So I don't lose that by me not doing improv. I get to just watch him be very funny and talented. So so please come uh, and yeah. see your shows, Lorraine. We'd love to have you. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm in the hot seat. Uh, never ask your friends to come see your improv shows. That's how you lose the friends. Steven, would you yeah. tell us what are we going to talk about today here on the podcast? Uh, so I have brought for conversation the uh, series finale of the television series Lost on ABC. What a topic. Yeah, um, not the show. The show generally, the show Lost is generally well received, right? But the series finale uh, is not. Mm-hmm. It's uh, some people regard it as one of the worst finales of all time. Let's get into it, Stephen. First of all, I feel I want to just say uh, I feel like I assigned the two of you an, a near impossible task. Impossible, Stephen. Which is to watch the final episode of a show that is so steeped in its own mythology or what some people might describe as bullshit um, for the two of you to kind of just jump into that final episode I know is a big ask. I would describe us lost. (laughs) 100%. And we were talking about this before we recorded. Lost is an appropriate title for this show. It's the one thing that I like about this show. <laughs> I like that its title is appropriate. It's exactly how I feel right so now. So even okay, those people who alert. have seen all 121 episodes of this six-season-long show, they might feel lost at the very end right. after watching this network TV series. Correct? Right. Now, that was not my experience. 
I gotta say, when I watched the finale, as someone who had watched <laughs> all of the preceding 120 episodes, mm-hmm. I was with it. This was it, 2009, right? It, uh-huh. it, the finale aired, so I was in college. I don't know. My parents are in the room. We should just get that out there. Yeah, there's yeah, live audience. Here. There's mm-hmm. second live episode that we're doing. Was well, this a whole family show for you all, Father Cohen? Did you also watch Lost with everybody? He said no. No. Okay. Uh, yeah, he, it, Father Cohen, as we've always <laughs> called him. Uh, you know, the priest? <laughs> he, 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 he did not often join in the TV watching. That was mostly me my uh mother cohen and uh <laughs> sister cohen sister, sister cohen. cohen yeah uh, <laughs> and brother-in-law cohen <laughs> this was this predates brother-in-law cohen okay but you, certainly when lost premiered in mm-hmm. 2005 we were all definitely watching it together uh, you know eventually my sister went to college and so i think at that point it just my my mother and i <laughs> right so let's talk about it sure. because well, let's talk about first of all what have we done in terms of research i recommended some episodes for you guys to watch some is not the word i didn't recommend i recommended a couple long I'd episodes six, <laughs> six is a i was so number. overwhelmed but like, i acknowledged <laughs> that it was not that it was probably not gonna happen right um so i but even the six episodes that i recommended would not be enough to fully understand what's to happening scratch the surface <laughs> right so I also recommended that you guys watch like an eight-minute supercut. Of, right. Uh, Narrated by a robot. <laughs> that was so hilarious. Sad. I loved it. One thing that I do like about the homework that Stephen gave us, it didn't so much help me understand what was going on like in story. It did help me. It prepared me for just like, you're just, you're going to be confused a lot <laughs> and that's okay. Don't expect this island to be normal. The main you thing know? I was hoping that that homework would give to you guys was that the pilot would give you the general idea which is that these and people and what do mean the dead pilot of, <laughs> of the, the dead show. pilot in the pilot <laughs> mm-hmm. uh it would give you the general premise of these people were on a transnational flight the plane crashes on an island they have no idea where they are if anyone's going to help them uh and then over the course of several seasons you learn to understand well you learn to get a sense of the weirdness of this island uh and then i recommended that you guys watch the first episode of the final season because they change up the format for the final season. The way that the show works in season one through season four is it's structured around flashbacks. So each character, each episode focuses on a character. You see a moment from their life in flashbacks interspersed throughout the episode. So it might be uh, the character of Kate played by Evangeline Lilly. You find out she was, being arrested and extradited back to the u.s when this plane crashed and so you see why she got arrested spoiler alert for laws she killed her father (laughs) right and so we didn't know that she had there'll be a lot of spoilers by the way for laws oh yeah we should have said that maybe this is episode description territory spoilers (laughs) abound yeah we're gonna talk about the finale so yeah i think (laughs) that people pause right now go watch 120 (laughs) episodes of the show and come back or don't and just be on our level i think you will be as good of a person in my eyes if you never watch Lost. Look, if I do my job today, you're going to (laughs) want to watch it after we're done talking about it. We'll leave that up to the listener. (laughs) But Stephen, so yeah, we didn't know that Kate had killed her father before season six. We learned that in season six. No, no, you learned that in the first season. That's what I thought because I remember like right away you know that she's being arrested for something. Mm -hmm. Surely they would have told us this earlier. Yeah, Uh, so I'm just describing the basic structure of an episode. Okay, okay. In season, in I think the season four finale, you are watching the episode and it seems like it's a regular Jack flashback episode. Jack is this doctor played by Matthew Fox, who is ostensibly the, the main character of the show. Uh, I, I'll acknowledge right now, he's probably the least interesting character on the show. And, uh, and that's a problem. I remember watching this episode thinking, oh God, another Jack flashback we've seen enough of him at a certain point they had no idea what to do with his flashbacks they didn't matthew fox has these really um dumb for a white person to have like tribal tattoos okay uh the actor in real life yeah they did an episode where the flashbacks explained how the character got those tattoos like that's how much they were reaching for story for for this character and 
you're watching this whole episode where the flashbacks are like he's an alcoholic and he's very upset about something and then you get to the end of the episode and he is like gonna jump off a bridge and kate shows up right and you're like oh no we're like how could this be a flashback they didn't know each other before the plane crash and so i i remember that moment being like oh my god this is a flash forward. Yeah. And I think I ran upstairs to tell either my mom or my sister, <laughs> like, they're doing a flash forward. <laughs> you, you all were wrong because it was flash sideways. So that's, right. that's different. Right. That's oh, different. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. We're going to get there. Because, so this is a flash forward. We find out that at a certain point, Jack, Kate, and a few other people are going to get off this island. So then season five is about that. They've gotten off the island the rest of the people are still on the island, although the island has time travel. Yes. So the people who stayed on the island are now so in the 70s. a little bit 70s. of a 70s vibes mm-hmm. going on. Um, and it's about the Oceanic Six, they're called, the ones who got off the island trying right. to get back to not the Not to island. be mixed with Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, not to be confused. <laughs> the Oceanic Six, are they're, they're swarmed by media, mm-hmm. and they are, they're all in alignment. They're going to make a lie to right. protect the people on the island. <sighs> Yeah, I that don't I don't why. understand. That I don't remember. I, like I just don't understand why they would need to lie about anything. Oh, well, so part of it is um there's a character named Charles Whitmore uh who as everyone knows is Penny's father, mm-hmm. uh, the character Penny that we all know Desmond's uh love. Okay. Uh <laughs> who's Desmond we'll talk about. He's the Dustin Hoffman lookalike? Oh, Desmond? Yeah, I see mm-hmm. that. All right, I keep see going. That. Uh, That's how I think of him. Scottish Dustin Hoffman. Gotcha. Yeah. Charles Widmore wants to find the island to like exploit its properties. And so I think, and, and, and he's willing to do that and he doesn't care what happens to the people on the island. So maybe that's why the Oceanic Six are like lying about it. Anyway, they get back to the island, but they're in the seventies with the people who Mm -hmm. (laughs) stayed on the Mm -hmm. island and they, they had, there's a bomb there, like a hydrogen bomb and the idea is, if we blow up this bomb now in the 70s, none of this will have happened. And and the plane will never have crashed. Everyone's lives will be better. Everything will be good. And so the finale of that Before season... Before we go too far past mm-hmm. what you've just said, yeah. let's just take a second. If this bomb goes off, none of this will have happened. If this bomb goes off what? in the 70s... <laughs> right. ...and destroys the island in the 70s, then the plane... It would not have been able to crash the plane. Right. Because there is a force field inside of the island, There's right? a lot of mystical stuff happening. There's, there's some islands moving around, right? There's the island's jumping back and forth. The island does move around Yeah, the there's planet. this weird supernatural aspect to the island. And by this whole logic, just an explosive will make all of that supernatural stuff go away. <laughs> I don't know. They That's what know. that was their logic. They were they're like, at a, they're let's at a detonate loss at this point. a hydrogen bomb, and then that will make this territory, this island, cease to be powerful. They Belov- decided. Beloved friends and family members have died. Mm-hmm. You know, they they want to undo. They'll try this. anything, right? And so the season season five ends with the bomb being detonated. Yeah, and who's the young woman? Is that Penny? That's down there. No, no who's that, that is. Um, Anyhow, I'm not. I forget her name, but she has decided. Like she falls down into this well or whatever it is, this hole in the island. The hole. Mm-hmm. The hole, and she realizes, okay, I have to be the one Juliet. to like. Sorry, Juliet. She Juliet. pounds on the bomb yeah. and it explodes. So she's basically sacrificing mm-hmm. herself. The screen goes um, to white, and that is how that season ended. Which is a big deal because up to this point, we've seen lots of sudden smash to black uh and we're not sure what that means we really we still don't totally know what that means but this for the first time is smashed to white and so the reason i i suggested that you guys watch the first episode of the sixth season the final season is because that episode establishes the new version of the flashbacks slash flash forward which they kind of refer to as a flash sideways and the way that it's established in this first episode is is it's leading you to think that this is an alternate universe that was created when the bomb exploded because we see all the characters on the plane but we see the plane land at lax rather than crashing on the island and so for the rest of this season there's kind of two storylines happening in tandem you're seeing the characters still on the island 
right? The ones that were in the 70s are now back in the present. They don't know why. They don't know what's going on. And we're also seeing in this flash sideways perhaps what would have happened if the island hadn't crashed the plane. And to my point, that exploding the island does not end the supernatural abilities of the island. Right. It does whatever this is. Those it like makes are, a break in time. Right. And and those people are still there, right? That mm-hmm. island is still there. Those people are still and on And they're it. like, how? How? <laughs> like, we just exploded it. And they don't know what to do with all this shrapnel. And so I was hoping <laughs> you guys would get the sense of the, the idea of this flash sideways so that you can understand that it's there for in the finale where they reveal what the flash sideways actually is but lorraine you i think you've mentioned that you had seen some episodes before yeah yeah Yeah. like when it was first coming out it was super popular Mm -hmm. so i was trying to give it a shot but i kept falling off and every once in a while i'd start again because like i want to study it because i want to be a good writer so i'm like god all these people love this show i should probably like it and i just i keep falling off like every time um, I gave it another try, even for just doing this homework assignment. Like I watched some of the earlier episodes, but I would stop midway through and just be like, this is a waste of time. I should just do the finale. <laughs> I even tried to watch that first episode that you recommended for season six and I couldn't get through the whole thing. I was like, I hate this so much. I don't like this show. Hey. I think we get the general sense of what the show lost is, whether you've seen it or not. What is it about this finale? What were the expectations? Because from my research on the online fandom, right? Mm-hmm. People like were worried. The fans were worried that this is a purgatory, weird, like whatever situation, like a religious type of thing. So that's right. just what it ended up being. Well, no, well, no, no. Yeah, because some people say, oh, me, they were dead me. the whole time. And I read a thing that was like, that is a misconception. The next time you hear someone say, oh, they were dead the whole time, you got to tell them no. no. Stephen, what, what do we tell them? tell them? To really understand the full context of this whole purgatory thing, you have to go back to the first season. One of the prevailing theories when the first season happened was that the island was purgatory. And I think probably that was right. I think probably at the time that was what they were doing because there were characters and people who are inexplicably on this island who definitely shouldn't be. Uh, There's a character in the show named uh, John Locke, played by Terry O'Quinn. I think he's my favorite character understandable mm-hmm. i think a lot of people felt that way when the show aired he his story is he he became a paraplegic uh, before his life on the island he's in a wheelchair but when they land on the island he can now walk and um he had a very tumultuous relationship with his father and at a certain point in the first season his father appears on the island lots of fathers in the show yeah fathers. lots of father daddy baggage. issues is a big Way part of the show right some characters have the same no father, father. Cohen, though <laughs> no. yeah yeah <laughs> he didn't even watch it <laughs> uh, and it's never really explained how that character got to be on the island i think that was the plan that the island would be purgatory and i think the audience figured it out and so damon lindelof carlton cuse had to be like okay we got to do something else now shake it up right and so now we get to the final season the finale so (laughs) as i was watching the finale i wrote down a few things that back in the day you knew we would be doing this podcast (laughs) that's insane talk about lost I had a flash forward wow. when I was watching it to us doing this episode. This is insane. He's like, he's like, well, okay, I want to start this podcast with Sasha, but I can't make this lost thing. I don't know who Sasha one. is yet. Right. I haven't <laughs> yeah. met Sasha. But I know I'm going I to. haven't met Lorraine. Oh no. Maybe this is like in the finale when like something happens and then it's like, <gasps> Steven, yeah. you're Steven. Oh, it makes so much sense. Oh my God. Steven's here what are the in my notes timeline. He, what are the again? notes you took in 2009 on your old uh, iPhone 3? <laughs> so I, I, I listed some things that, that when I heard them, I was like, oh, S- Sasha and Lorraine aren't going to have any idea what this means. <laughs> Just things like Jacob, who is not a character that we see at all in this episode. Gotta be honest, we don't see Jacob a lot in the show in the entirety of the show. I thought that it was just like, they all decided at some point on the show in an episode that I didn't see that they're all going to be Christian because that seemed like something that was happening. Everyone now is Christian. 
and they all go to the same church and and there's that they read in the bible about jacob and jacob it is written he's in charge of the island and he picks candidates right and those that's another word become, i wrote down here candidates yeah, yeah i don't freaking know uh, tell a, us more another thing i wrote down smoky slash smoke, smoke monster. monster uh at one i know point, I, I mean i've done my research i know what's up that's i don't good. know what, i can explain I don't know to what's, you what's going on i don't know what smoke Lock, monster is smoke monster becomes luck man in right. black becomes smoke monster and they becomes luck so titus welliver played this character <laughs> called the man in Girl, black I do my uh jacob and the man in black are kind of like these avatars for good and evil okay. on the island and um at a certain point after they get off the island uh john Locke wants to go back he's now back in a wheelchair um because he's not on the island anymore but no one else will go back with him jack rejects him no one else will go back to the island so he is going to kill himself <laughs> um but before he can another character kills him for him wait <laughs> what J- uh so the character wait are you talking about jack no. Ja- no talking about uh john Locke. john Locke is gonna kill himself he's gonna kill he himself can. he's gonna kill himself because he needs to go back to the island and no one will will go with him what season is this this is in season five okay, okay thank you thank you thank you um and before he's gonna kill himself another character comes in and kills him okay. and that is the character ben linus played by michael emerson okay who is kind of the on-screen antagonist throughout like the second through sixth season the man in black slash the smoke monster is like the big picture antagonist ben is the leader of this group called the others who already live on the island yeah i remember that he's got some machinations going on they go back to the island they're bringing john Locke's body with them because they feel like they have to bring him with them and when they get back to the island john Locke is alive again Ah! but then we find out he's not really alive because his body is still in the box. The person they thought was John Locke is the smoke monster, is the man in black. He has kind of embodied John Locke. And together, he and Ben kill Jacob. Oh. But Jacob chooses uh, Jack to kind of be his replacement avatar of good. So that's why everybody's like so afraid of John Locke in right. the finale because he's not John Locke. In the stuff he's on the island, monster. he is no longer John Locke. I was so confused by he that. He was kind of a little bit of a dick before too, right? Right, he was. Yeah. He, uh, okay. You know, he's, got, he's like entitled white guy, feels like he should have more than he has. Uh-huh. Um, but in the flash sideways, that mm. is John Locke. Right. So it's definitely confusing. And Jack is his doctor, but they don't actually like know each other. Well, that's the flash sideways. So let's talk about the flash sideways just a little bit. Let's get into it. At this point, I hope you guys, the listeners have seen Lost because why would you even continue listening? At this this? point, it's just us. It's okay. (laughs) But but I am getting a lot out of this, so I don't need them. (laughs) This is for us. Yeah. Thank you. in the flash sideways, we're seeing these ki- because they didn't crash on the island. They never got to know each other, mm-hmm. so they're all all of the characters are kind of like they keep crisscrossing with each other, but they don't have the context anymore. At a certain point, Desmond, mm-hmm. who is as Sasha described, the Dustin Hoffman looking guy, mm-hmm. he has a near death experience on the island, and he wakes up in the alternate timeline. He's like. Oh my God, brother! Uh, I'm now here in an alternate timeline, Ooh, and so like he has woken up, mm-hmm. and he starts going to kind of wake the other people up. Yeah, he goes to Kate. Well, first he finds Hurley. Okay. Uh, because Hurley then kind of becomes like his partner in in waking people up. Oh right. And together right. they go and they start collecting all of the survivors in this alternate timeline, and the way that it works essentially is when the survivors kind of see the person that they had the deepest connection with on the island, it all starts coming back to them. And okay. oh boy, is it bright and <laughs> it's uh, flashbacky right. and uh, also I, what I love from colorful. these montage, like f- these mm. are flashbacks is what we call them, right? Yeah. yeah they're so, flashing back to their time on the island. So in these flashbacks, it's, mm. it's the show showing us what they consider to be the most meaningful parts of any relationship or, or any life experience. 
It's a lot some of murders kissing. It's just kissing. Uh, the look you give someone before you kiss them, the look you give to someone after you've kissed them. I saw kissing. some dude using the using the rock to build, kill somebody and like smash oh, his head yeah. though to watch. Oh, so there's yeah. a little bit of oh, that. Oh, the good times and also childbirth. A lot of like, but they're really... like little baby feet. I feel like that's a mm-hmm. very good image for any good flash forward. For sure. Ta- back, yeah, mm-hmm. lots of this, baby stuff. This is one thing that I like about the finale. I, as someone who watched all the episodes, mm-hmm. I find those moments affecting. Okay. Well, that's going to come up a lot. Students yeah, added yeah, to this yeah. getting a little okay, more good, stern. Good, good. Yeah. I, I like that. I want more. Like when you, for instance, uh, there are there are two Korean characters on the show, Sun and Jin, uh, played by Yujin Kim and Daniel Day Kim. By the finale, they have died on the island. Their characters are dead. <gasps> Spoiler but we alert. do see them in the flash sideways because Sun is pregnant and uh, they're at the doctor's office. They It's a girl. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it's a girl. They see the sonogram of their baby for the first time, and that makes both of them remember wake up. everything. Yeah. And that is, to me, for me, that's an effective moment because I have these six years of experience with those characters. Mm-hmm. The thing that I like is the way that Kate gets her memories back. It, Kate spends a lot of the show being like, uh, Torn between Jack, played by Matthew Fox, and Sawyer, played and the by the bad boy, um, who Josh ter- Holloway, terribly miscast, but keep going. Yeah. Think? I think so. He was like I mean, the breakout. He of gets that a show. little People more rough him. later, but in the pilot, he's like this like clean cut model guy. Yeah. Also, he yeah he looks like he's trying. I feel this way also about the Charlie character, where I'm like, oh, oh I yeah. don't believe no, that you Charlie's had my any favorite. edge to you. Played ever. by f- famously played by Hobbit Dominic. Miles. Yes, <laughs> the, one of the lesser Hobbits. He's right? the guy. Yeah, one of the minor Hobbits. <laughs> He's the guy that I would like cheat off in pre-calc. Like he's the guy who I would like tell my mom I'm going to the dance with, but I'm really going with someone else. Like yeah, he just going is with the bad so boy. sweet. You're going with the guys to smashing oh, with the rock, sure. oh, the rock smasher. But then Sawyer, the vibe I get from him is, ew, I don't like his like stringy hair. He's gross. There's a little bit of stringing going on later like, on. Not I am, in the pilot though. Yeah, very smooth. Yeah, very smooth mm-hmm. in the pilot. I imagine that he smells bad. <laughs> like I just imagine, but, but bad in a way. But smells bad in a way that's kind of appealing. But it Actually, tur- turns you on. You yeah, it, it turns yeah. you on. Yeah, there's like it's a certain musk. panache to the musk. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you for helping me work through this. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> feelings about this character. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so they spend most of the series kind of playing tug of war with her. Jack and Sawyer mm. do. I like that the thing that makes Kate remember her life on the island is not shaking hands with jack or something it's delivering the baby right. of claire played by emily de ravine who does uh, change drastically she goes through a lot <laughs> i like her transformations the most because i feel like that would be me <laughs> i like most she's realistic like a, a little sweetheart peanut butter she's, like, she's very really... pregnant when the plane crashes and she's so innocent and she needs she needs so much care and then by the end she's fucking she's like frizzy she's got a gun <laughs> and she's just like oh <gasps> she's in the bush so <laughs> anyway so kate delivered her baby on the island and in the flash sideways kate again delivers the baby and that is what makes kate wake up and i i like that that it's not jack but it's this ex- this that this is cute feminine yeah. experience yeah. that she had yeah uh <laughs> it's like it was like almost uh very like radical feminist and then it's like oh right it's <laughs> it's like if a woman isn't going to have a deep connection with a man. It's going to have to be with childbirth. <laughs> cool. <Yeah>. Whatever. <laughs> it's all good. It's Aaron. The baby is Aaron. Is Who, who's the baby named after? Who's Aaron? Me. My middle name. Oh, right. I should have known. I should have known. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, so that's that's mainly what's happening in the Flash Sideways. People, These people are finally waking up, and they keep talking about like this meeting they're going to have. On the island, in like the present... Uh, you know, it's this conflict between Jack as the avatar of good and John as the avatar of evil. You know, that wraps up what's happening there. You know, they fight and uh, good the good guys win and they save the island. And most of the people who want to leave get to leave. But the real meat, I think the real reason that this finale is controversial is what's happening in the, in the flash sideways. The yes. church, the church, right? Right. So... Yeah. 
everyone is waking up. They're so happy. They're crying. They're hugging the peep these people that they forgot they they knew. Jack is 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 very repressed about it all. He he can't accept this kind of other world. He keeps getting these quick flashes, but he rejects them. Uh, finally, Kate approaches him and says, "Come with me." Uh, and she brings him to this church where everyone is waiting. At the concert, right? She approaches him. Right. Something, Charlie's yeah. band, uh, mm-hmm. Charlie, former heroin addict, uh, his band is playing a concert. Lesser Hobbit. Lesser Hobbit. And for some reason, this concert is meaningful to all of these characters. Like Everybody wants to go. Everybody <laughs> wants to go see this punk show. <laughs> but He's, also a guy is playing the piano. Yeah. <laughs> Music unites us all. And it's like important for jack to bring his son to this concert like right that's a son the that is not that doesn't well, exist does it come up ever i mean i never saw him i don't know john Locke tells him his son isn't real yeah. uh yeah people keep saying cryptic things like that your son's not real kate brings jack to the church the reason jack was on this plane in the first place is he went to australia to get his father's body because his father died and he's bringing his He's bringing his father back. Your to mom the, was nodding. I think she's she having a flash sideways. Yeah. <laughs> he's bringing he's bringing the body back, and so the the plane crashes and the body kind of disappears. Right. And so a big thing for Jack is like, what? You're saying to like my you father? just remember it, Lorraine? Did you watch the finale? Yeah, I, I rem- I'm a no, little worried. No, right I'm now. remembering like from the earlier episodes, like when I used to try to watch it. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, yeah, that was the whole thing. Did you his dad. His dad had just died. There was um, stuff that needed mm-hmm. to be reconciled between them, but his dad right. died too soon, you know. Also, and a thing that you don't learn until later is that his dad is also Claire's dad, but they don't know that. Wait, what? Yeah. Ew. Why? No. I don't Not like Kate. it. Not Kate. Not Kate. I know, Claire. but it's just like, like here's the thing that I don't like so much about the finale and also for the series is there are too many coincidences. I think that oh, it's lazy. I, 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 I'm like, with you, girl. Yeah, but that's like <laughs> network television is built on Like, that. I just feel like if you're going to lean into this like supernatural magical space, then these just like regular ass coincidences aren't going to cut so it. Like, make it magic then. Like, bring me a wizard. Like, make, <laughs> like, make it fantasy. Deus ex machina is all yeah. I have to say all over this finale. I, I'm just not interested in, and by the way, did you know? Claire's dad and Jack's dad are the same Lorraine, did you watch the finale? I did. I did. I did. And so then we get this scene where Jack and his dad talk. Right. They're at the church. In in the flash sideways, his dad is still dead. He turns around. It's his dad. (laughs) His dad clears his voice like that? I remember it, right? So in the finale, or in the flash sideways, dad is still dead. Jack was still bringing the body over from from Australia. The, The body gets lost. And, but no, by the finale, the body no has... No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> by the finale, the body has been found, and it's at this church, and Jack walks in there, and as he touches the casket, he starts <clears> to <throat> finally... <laughs> he, he's, he's remembering. He starts to finally wake up to his yeah, other Yeah, that's life. when he remembers the rock and smashing a couple of heads with it, right? <laughs> oh, and I just like, realized this. Because when John Locke says, I hope someone does for you what you just did for me. The way and- John wakes up is Jack has fixed his spine right. and John can walk again. Yeah. Which I don't think he was planning on, right? The doctor, Jack? I think. Because he was really surprised. He's yeah. Like, yeah. He's like, I don't think I did. So I was thinking like as a viewer, like, so what was the surgery about? Was he removing his appendix? <laughs> he's so shocked that his legs are working. <laughs> Wasn't that so one true. of the options that that's what probably would be the outcome of the surgery? Yeah. He was so surprised. <laughs> <laughs> doctors don't usually say that. Like, if you're like, I'm feeling better, the doctor's like, no, I don't. <laughs> He's like, think. it's highly unlikely. I this is practically I impossible. I was working. Relax and be. Sick I was removing your tonsils. <laughs> this has tonsils have nothing to do with the feelings. In your <laughs> no, I think your tonsils are still in there. <laughs> yeah, that was a really weird exchange. <laughs> <laughs> and he keeps having this like mysterious blood showing up, which is like showing that like like the the bleeding of the two different timelines are kind of coming together. Oh, no which pun is intended. Really, They're bleeding together, <laughs> which really wow. doesn't like it's a whole new, it. Didn't make any sense. No, it was, it was on, a small bleeding. It was really tiny. It was teeny, it was like tiny a, bleeding. It was like yeah, it like, looked like, like a shave a shave yes. situation. Yeah, that is what it looks like. Okay. So yeah, so like obviously these two storylines are like overlapping to the point where like Jack can't deny it anymore. But yeah. like he's already had some of these <clears> flash <throat> sideways in his own. 
right. He touches the casket. He hears the throat clearing. He turns around, <laughs> and there's his dead father. Which I think we've seen before as a dead yes, person. Or not? Yeah, we've mm-hmm. seen and his name a, is Christian. As a living person. He's Christian. His name of is course, Christian, Christian Shepherd. Shepherd, which makes me want to throw oh, up. A ca- but a character Shepherd. does comment on they lampshade. <laughs> it's like why even do says, it? What do you say? He said. I know I have a funny name. No, Kate, Kate, Kate says, goes, Kate his says name to, is Christian to Shepherd. Like, yeah, she's like, Christian Shepherd? It's a little on the That nose. was a network note. They're we, like, we have to have it for the funny people in the audience. And this is another huge pet peeve of mine. Like the same thing I'm saying about too many coincidences. I really hate it when writers are like, I'm going to come up with a funny name. And then all the other characters go, that's your name. That's very improv. Yeah, that's very improv you did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Anyway, so okay, his name is Christian on. Shepherd. You can still win Lorraine over soon if you <laughs> Try really oh hard. yeah, I feel it. She's on the fence for sure. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, and they have this conversation where Jack and the audience now understand this is not an alternate timeline. This is a place, a purgatory-like place. Nobody says the word purgatory. No, by they the way. don't say it. That the that these characters created with one another, a place for where they would all go after they died. To, to reunite because, because this was the best time that they spent together on planet earth was with each other <laughs> not is, the best but the even most the lock important was trying to kill at least four yeah. of those people not the best time but the, the most, most important, important time and that that is something i like about it is that these these people love them hate them were so important to each other in this time that that they're now indelibly connected to each other. And isn't that a metaphor for the show itself with its audience? <laughs> mm-hmm. Whether it's bad or good. Yeah. You spend so many fucking mm-hmm. hours watching it. Yeah. It's kind of become a part of you. True. Yeah. And it never really true. leaves you truly. True. Yeah. Like it never left you, Steven. Sasha, are you crying? Yeah. <laughs> they accept, Jack accepts that he has died and that together with all of his best friends... <laughs> Also, Locke, who tried to kill him multiple times. That's not. Yeah, they no. all go to. He, they, they it's, thought. It's okay. the new Locke. It's the good Locke. It's good Locke. It's, oh, it's the, old Locke. It's like old Locke, who, like, again, love him or hate him, good or bad. It's true. Jack and Locke, really important to each other. Mm-hmm. And yeah. now they all go to the same See? church. <laughs> they meet in the same church Although, basement. Very and important thing about this structure. In the back room where Jack's dad clears his throat, <laughs> there is a <laughs> in the vestibule church. There's a stained glass window with all different types of religious iconography Just on it. Just in case, because Said is there. Otherwise, how would he get in there? <laughs> oh there's, no! There's Poor like Saeed. a there's a Star of David. Shout out there's... to our, our uh, non-Christian, which most of us are. This is this people. is like even worse because I didn't <laughs> notice that. It's like the fact that they would even try. That is like like well, you know, that's Ooh. why. That's guy got in in case there are questions <laughs> and they're like we know let's cash out and never be in television again because this was a wow. lot of work these people are exhausted by the time they write finale this is so wild so um but they're like sitting in there right and then mm. there's like a baby still in there and i'm like what is the poor baby so <laughs> right. is the baby yeah. stuck being a baby forever yeah i, I i'm look- always gonna be shitting my pants it's not perfect yeah i certainly don't understand why aaron is in the church with them because he grows up to be a boy on the like island i don't really get what's gonna happen now to characters like ben ben linus is pointedly not going into the church with everybody else yeah he's kind of sitting outside and he makes it seem like he still has work to do before he can move on to this next place but Christian describes it as a place that they created together. So if all of these people are leaving, does this place still exist? Also, like Jack's son. So in the Flash Sideways, Jack has a son with Juliet. They were previously married in the Flash Sideways and they had the son. But he's not real. He didn't exist in the real world. So is he like a Matrix style program? I don't know. How many people in the Flash Sideways are programs and how many people are Yeah, I think that Ben is a part of the program because it's like there are background actors like at the concert. There Mm -hmm. are people at the hospital. Like there's a whole world that's built out to exist for these characters. And I think Ben is ancillary to their main 
thing. So you don't think that's really Ben's soul? No, I think that that's the idea of Ben. Interesting. That, that those friends share. Interesting. Am I doing okay? <laughs> I, maybe. I can't remember I if, if Ben ever wakes up in the flash sideways the way that the other characters do because when we see him in the finale he's he clearly remembers life on the island yeah i can't remember if there's a, a an episode where he wakes up the way that like hurley wakes up right but but there's also other characters in this flash sideways that are main characters on the show the guy who's playing the piano played by jeremy davies daniel faraday is the character's name like he was a main character on the show for a while he has a scene with this red-haired woman uh whose name i can't remember she was also on the island and that scene they're the only two people in that scene okay. so that to me makes me feel like they are not programs right okay. those are their real souls so that's essentially the episode right well then everything you do it's like a slow fade to white mm-hmm. instead of a smash to white yeah which makes us feel like they've ascended into heaven or some or pleasant something. afterlife and they've left all of this unpleasantness behind to us too live with which i did want to say freaking figure it out it does really suck that like in purgatory you still like have to give birth to a baby (laughs) like that made me really sad to find out i was like that really sucks like in order for you to wake up and like realize the state of things you're having a fake baby you're having real child or or a real baby or a real baby and that that baby is being born into death that's so dark if you think about it like that's like a really messed up thing that those writers came up with and i don't even also had to deliver that boy at some point (laughs) oh my god for sure yeah that's i didn't like that steven why was lost finale so disappointing to most americans well okay so i think there's a few things going on first of all a lot of people were confused about the purgatory thing even though I think I well I don't know what I don't know what you tell me what you guys think I th- I think it's made clear in the episode that like this church is purgatory the island is not but a lot of people read the finale as a confirmation that the whole thing has been purgatory which I think is an incorrect reading mm. um, so a lot of people push back against that. Another thing that was a problem for a lot of people is the questions that were left unanswered. A lot of people wanted answers like, what is the island? Or, you know, why were there polar bears? Mm-hmm. Certain, plenty of questions that are reasonable to have. For me, I don't need those questions answered. It kind of, uh, to compare it to a recent movie that I know Sasha did not enjoy, but Lorraine and I have talked about, us the movie us Mm. has a lot of unanswered questions at the end you know there you you don't know like you never get the answer to where did these people come from right but i don't think you need that answer to connect with the movie or not connect with it was religion as big of a theme from the very get-go yeah the show in the first season presents Jack and John Locke as in similar to the way that by the final episode, they become avatars for good and evil mm-hmm. in the first season. They're kind of avatars of the scientific approach to life and the faith based approach to life. Uh, Jack is a doctor. He's, he's very keyed into logic. Whereas John Locke has had this miraculous experience where he can now walk again. And for him, it's just about, staying true to the to the essence of this island uh and that is a big major point of conflict for the two of them throughout the series and i i think i guess certainly i was thinking about this as watching the episode by the by the end we're looking a lot more at the faith end especially considering that it ends in a church with them ascending into heaven but i think the show by the end has kind of made a case for the two being necessary with each other that science alone is not enough faith alone is not enough you have to bring these ideas together uh in order to not understand the world but to definitely not understand (laughs) yeah but to accept the world so a scientist fixes a spinal injury or spinal situation with science accidentally and then although that was not real that was in purgatory yeah (laughs) there was no science there I'm really lost. <laughs> well, me too. And I actually am not even going to concern myself with understanding 
it a lot because I think like it's just that too would have hard. been impossible. I feel like you know this as far as I'm gonna understand, and I actually yeah. I don't think my brain is like likes these puzzles. Like I mean, mm-hmm. you're a puzzle man. Like you like sure. your puzzles, so maybe it has to do with like the way maybe. your brain works. I was you know? thinking that like, I was my like, brain is I can like, see why Stephen would like. This. I don't like yeah. puzzles, but then I have. I like my boyfriend is a puzzle man too, right? Yeah, this, this, it's a kind of man, right? It's a puzzle it, I think man. It's a there's little... a mountain man, and then there's the puzzle man. I don't necessarily <laughs> want to put a gender label on it, but I do. Think I am that doing there's... it. I am just doing it. Okay, right now. for men only. Yeah, uh, there, there. There's a puzzle woman there too, but I'm just talking about the man around me. I just felt like there are too many characters and too many like complicated Absolutely. relationships. I mean... And so yeah. I was like, I hate this, but <laughs> Puzzle Man, Stephen Aaron puzzle Cohen, would probably be able to track all of these simultaneously. But you know what? The puzzle man, remember, yeah, yeah, Puzzle Man, Jay Hilders, Hunter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who's that guy? <laughs> What's his name? He, uh, he like <laughs> eleven years. He, um, You'll told- learn his last name one day. <laughs> is that lot? Is, is the middle name part of the last name? Oh, it just no. blew my brain. <laughs> really? Wait, you said his middle name? Yeah. I thought you forgot his name. <laughs> no. I did. Jay I thought H- you forgot his Jay name. Jay Hilders Hunter. Uh, <laughs> okay, that a makes puzzle man. He's a puzzle man, right? He's a puzzle man in his heart, like uh-huh. big time. He doesn't spend his days ma- doing puzzles, but he would and he could. Loves, loved sh- Lost was unhappy at the begin at the end hmm. was unhappy and i think it had to do with unanswered questions uh, I'm, you know i'm speaking for him but at least that's like one point of reference i have i mean you know his middle name you can speak for him yeah mm-hmm. uh, a person who like you know has been a fan of the show like and so he gets disappointed about a couple of things one is that yes he thinks like what now purgatory is the whole show like they mm. were all in the purgatory the whole time so that i can see is a misunderstanding yeah it sounds like he's ill-informed but, you know, TV, like, it's me saying, Sasha uh, Filer, no middle name. Like, you know, it's like TV has to be a little bit... Not cl- her real last name. <clears throat> or, or it's my dad. Sorry. Um, you know, TV is like, has to be kind of clear about the genre. Like, it doesn't have to be super clear about the genre. They could be like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. But you can't just like, they just jammed everything in there. And so for Jay, for example, he really was into the angle of Dharma and like government conspiracy mm-hmm. and like what's going on. Are they doing experiments on people? And there was a lot of like hints that might be going on. So then they're like not resolving any of that. This becomes not important. And they, they just go in the blew up direction. the 70s. Yeah. It's gone. <laughs> so I think it's like they kind of give a little bit of peace for like all these kind of different genres and setups to people, like to different audience members. And then they're like, kind of like didn't make a meal like they didn't make the real meal out of it it was just like a snack they gave a bunch of snacks yeah to <laughs> and you feel gross after yeah, yeah. you're like, like a, that's bad like i had a snack but i'm fucking hungry i kind of liked it when i was chewing the snack yeah but i don't feel good now that no I, i'm not feeling good yeah. and it's dinner time it's like, dinner time <laughs> yeah and i feel like a little bit full but like bad yeah but then this guy next to me is eating his snack right now while i'm starving <laughs> And I will never eat another snack again. And the, the snack I'm never, never comes. I'm never going to have any more snack. No, it's it done. never comes. It it's never like comes. Thanks for nothing. Yeah, snack they just provider. close the door. They just shut the, the window in front of you and put the closed sign. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> and you're left outside with your, with your coins. Yeah, I agree. And then also, not just that they didn't commit to a genre, but the other thing is messaging. So like Stephen is saying, okay, if we're going to say, oh, this is a conversation about science versus religion, science versus... You kind of have to be clear about what you're saying because, look, TV's all fun and all, but it's about ad sales and who we're going to sell our commercial space to. And a lot of these Christian companies would probably take Merry issue. Christmas. Merry, Christmas. Merry Christmas, Christians. I think that this is... Happy Hanukkah. This is very probably... No, only Merry Christmas. It's Hanukkah, Lorraine. <laughs> is it? Wait, this year, do, do Christmas and Hanukkah overlap? You mean today, Father Christmas Cohen. Eve? Father, <laughs> yeah, Father this, Cohen just this, nodded, so we thank have to... You. Thank you. This year in time, in this rip through time, on this island, sideways, we're in this sideways... Happy everything. Happy Hanukkah. Um, Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas if you're the Harry Potter Kwanzaa? people. Um, Kwanzaa's coming in two days. Have fun with that, everybody. 
Uh, and you know what? When you get to it, happy Purim, because that's the that's the fun <laughs> one. That's the one. If it were up to me, like people would figure out how to scoop Purim into the winter What's holidays. Purim? Well, Purim is a Jewish holiday uh, that uh, happens in Je- March. March. But it jumped, not unlike the island. <laughs> well, all Jewish holidays do jump around in time because wow. uh, because Jewish holidays go right. by the lunar calendar. Right, right. Um, I just I think Lor- for some I think Lorraine just I, wants to shout out. Just Purim. I want to shout, shout out Purim because yeah. that one it matches more like what Christmas is mm-hmm. and like Hanukkah story doesn't match it as well. And there's nothing that we can do about it. The the, the holidays fall where they fall. But they're all you, bullshit, though. By the way, they, they, well, there's if no that's God. True, Wait, there's no God. Well, don't ask me. Ask Christian, <laughs> Christian, oh Christian Shepherd. <coughs> anyway, so. Stephen, I'm sorry that you asked me, I, because I this show and me, we like can't even find a place to like have a coherent conversation, and that is so frustrating Look, for me. Here's the thing. I not only did I ask an impossible task of the two of you, which is to review a series finale of a heavily serialized show without watching every episode leading up to it. Not only did I ask an impossible thing to you, but I've also retroactively ruined the idea of ever watching the show Mm -hmm. now because you were, you didn't do it to me. Well, but here's the thing, Sasha, I think if you had watched this show from the first episode. But I watched the pilot and I said to myself, do I want? Here's the thing, Sasha. Sasha is my name. Sasha, here's the thing. That's how it gets real when you start saying my Sasha, name. Sasha, Sasha uh-huh. Feiler. To me, this is a Stephen King book. Oh. This show and this finale. But he will never find himself in such a fucking mess at the end. Are you kidding? That's all Stephen King books end in a mess. Oh my gosh, you're so right, Stephen. No, he's right. But the thing, the difference is, for some reason, we trust Stephen King. We love we Stephen King. We put all of we our. We're, with we're like, yeah, King. take us there. I think, and we don't feel disappointed after we just go. That was. Well, but that's that's the thing. I think if you guys had had the opportunity to watch from the beginning and experience the whole thing, I think it would feel more like a Stephen King book than than what I forced you guys to do. All right. Uh, I'll I'll, I'll neutrally buy it. This is in the vein of one of his books that's like big, expansive cast and an epic scale, something like The Stand or like Under the Dome. And I would say almost all of his books end in a mess. To okay. for me, except like Carrie, <laughs> I think wraps up well. But he doesn't know how to end a book because, which you know, Sasha, just from listening reading, to the institute, from I reading, was pretty happy with it. The ending. <laughs> all right, fine. Spoiler you alert. like his endings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> from reading on writing, though, Sasha, you know that he doesn't outline. Right, he just starts writing. And so, not recommended. Not recommended. <laughs> well, definitely not for TV writing. Definitely Maybe. no, mm. and definitely not if this is the way you want to do it. Like, oh, the mm. island is a is a ma- magical <laughs> so place. By the, so by the time he gets to the end, he has to figure out the ending rather than having the ending figured out already. And that that to me is a big part of why this feels like a Stephen King. I, I see. I'll, I'll buy it. Uh, yeah, I'll buy it. And not all Stephen King, you know, TV and movie stuff is good usually it's bad in fact so Mm um although i wouldn't now i'm not comparing this to a stephen king movie or television show i'm comparing it to a stephen king well i think it's a good time to maybe (laughs) turn on unless you something else you want to say to reactions and um you know like have i seen anything for so long well game of thrones right i mean like i think game of thrones is a really good example because like uh the approach to the writing changed drastically in the middle of it the fandom is like so strong either you're with them or you're against them like it's very intense and it went on for a really long time and a lot of people were disappointed in the way that it ended but maybe absolutely that's 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 a really great point that's actually a really good point that uh what you're saying is the finale was very controversial for game of thrones maybe nearly as controversial as for a lost finale you may wind up doing an episode on it that's interesting well um so uh if i take uh game of thrones not necessarily the show that i loved right not necessarily it's a show that i grew to like a lot so while people were like maybe obsessed with it from beginning like it took me a long time to get into it but when i got into it i was always 
in a solid way. They're just like happy with it, pretty happy with it, right? Mm -hmm. And when we came to the last season, I fucking loved it. To me, the last season of Game of Thrones is the best that I could ever imagine. Like, loved, 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 capital L's. So, if we're not talking about Game of Thrones as a TV show, but of the finale for a big fan-crazy TV mm-hmm. show. Event television. Event mm-hmm. television, right? Because, like, live event television, yeah. actually, in this day and age, where people would, like, watch, you know, it online as it's, like, the first moment it's available online, mm-hmm. right? Right. Um, I would say that the finale of Game of Thrones is a nine for me. Wow. Yeah. The finale of Lost, and that's considering that I did not like the show or the acting (laughs) or the music. Okay. Or the writing. Okay. Or the way it's aged. Okay. Is probably a three. I, again, I, you know, it's easy for me to speak from my ivory tower and never seen, you know, it, mm-hmm. never experienced it. You know, didn't see it when those things maybe didn't look aged. It's just very hard for me to love a network drama, man. Yeah, it's fair. It's really hard. Like, there's network half hour comedy that I'm obsessed with, which mm-hmm. is, um, Last Man on Earth. I got to think it's like one of the best comedies of all time. Really good. Kill Me Now. Like I love the it best. so much. But like, there's just nothing. There's just nothing there. And I was like, sure, give it to me. Like when I was watching it. And it's just, right. it's just not my cup of tea. Okay. So here's going to be the way I set up my scale. And then neither is plastic surgery that that Lady Kate had a lot, I think. Oh, did she? I don't know. Her face looks, her face looked plastic. That's uh, like, I was always like interested in in Kate's face in this series and also her hair. Like if she were really stranded on an island, like where was she getting that super Mm -hmm. fancy product to (laughs) maintain that elegant curl pattern? It's a supernatural island. Oh my God. I want to go to that island. It's not no frizz. I would like that kind of moisture in the air oh, to help. Her curls are well I was living for that hair. And also, Curly's like her... hair looks great, too. I oh. agree. Oh. I agree. Luscious. Luscious. I would love I would love to make a wig out of Hurley's hair. As a person who has, who, has, who has good... Yeah, I have, I have good weight, but yeah, yeah I would, I would like, trade I it. I certainly would not part it down the middle in that unflattering no. way. Please. <laughs> but like get a little side part going. Vacuum out a little dandruff. Definitely. And maybe even get a, a cut that isn't so obvious like in blunt like that like yeah. you got to take some weight out of the middle anyway whatever um so here's how i'm setting it up a one is like the feeling i got watching bloodline i want to be surprised like i want it to mm-hmm. show me something that i didn't see coming and it, i was ahead of it the entire time and mm-hmm. i didn't even feel interested in characters like let me learn more about the character stuff i never felt like i was being moved anywhere so that's a one and then a 10 or like a 9-10 is going to be like the series finale of The Wire where I mm, felt really sweet. good. And I felt like, wow, like it was worth it following all these characters and getting here. And the way that David Simon has sort of set this up as if like, you know, Baltimore continues beyond the story that I just saw. And there's so much more story to explore. But this is the end of the show. Like that left me with a good satisfying feeling and then somewhere in the middle like a five is going to be like the, sup- the Sopran- scale. I love yeah because i because i want people to know where i'm coming from the series finale of sopranos which is hotly debated i think that they could have done so much more with it and they decided to make this strange artsy choice which was really off genre for the rest of the show so this is where lost falls in the sort of like three four range very much like Sasha if I had really been on board and watched all of the show I think that the series finale would have landed a little bit better for me because this isn't about the show this is about the finale yeah I think it would have been a little bit stronger but for what it was it doesn't go past five because there's a lot of work that could have been done that just wasn't done Stephen that's fair Stephen you you predicted Maybe because you're pessimist, maybe because you're realist, but you saw the future and you saw the <laughs> reality. You had a flash forward to our three and four reactions. Yeah. 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 But this is not about us. <laughs> this episode, this Christmas Eve episode, <laughs> is about you. So give us a gift. 
tell us where does this topic, the finale of their claimed one-hour television drama Lost on ABC, not on CBS, where Survivor comes from, which you would mm -hmm. think is the CBS people made the real, like, you know, narrative version of Survivor. Sur no, it's Survivor, on ABC. Survivor walked so Lost could run. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Where okay. does it fall for you? So, yeah, we're talking about this finale, right? Uh, for a lot of people, it was disappointing. You know, not all of the not all of the people who are disappointed by it are disappointed because they don't understand it, right? There's plenty of people who have valid criticisms of the finale. Um, but for me, it as a finale of 120 episodes of television, it does what I needed it to do. It concludes these stories. It concludes the themes of science versus faith, good versus evil. And it... Uh... Sorry. He's crying. <laughs> He's doing like a slow blink while like a, a fat tear rolls out of the crease of his eye as he looks up at a clearing in the trees and an airplane and a lab cuts through the sky named vincent slow-mo running past him which i was thinking i would kind of like if that was my last minute alive and like a, a golden retriever yellow lab came and cozied up next to me i would be like thanks bro. i agree the dog was a nice i'm guy. surprised <laughs> he's not in the church i was a little I'm bit upset about surprised. the stupid baby is but not right. the nice dog yeah, yeah it's vincent was a presence in the show from the very beginning there were probably uh, 17 Vincents. We know oh, that, yes. right? So, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm surprised he doesn't make it to the church. Uh, but, yeah, I like the science versus faith stuff. Another thing that I really like about the way that this ends is, aside from the literal embodiment of evil, no one is beyond redemption. Ben Linus is this... this he does horrific things throughout the series. But by the end of the show, he is making efforts to redeem himself, right? And the idea is that one day he will be able to move on from this purgatory place the same way that uh, the survivors of the plane crash are. And I like that idea as well. Uh, and just in terms of a conclusion to a story that can never be fully concluded, just like life. Uh, you know, we will never be fully concluded. One day we will end. And uh, <laughs> hopefully our end. Uh, You're the true father, Cohen. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's, he has in the past, my, my father described me as the spiritual leader of our family. Uh, <laughs> I think in jest. This is, this is the end that the show could have. It's the only ending that the show could have. And I love it for that. Uh, the acting's not great, whatever. The the production design is on a limited budget. It's a network show. All that stuff. Only $17 million for the pilot. I mean, that's... $17 million? Yeah. They <laughs> barely had any money to spare. I mean, let's be honest. Wow. Like, they, $17 million? Know, I mean, let's just all pray for them. <laughs> oh, my God. It has its flaws that I can acknowledge while still loving it. And so uh, if I were making a scale out of 10, I would put a show that ended that uh, a similar ending that people would probably, if people take these two finales in tandem, they would probably feel like they'd learn a lot about my taste, which would be the finale of Sense8, the Wachowski Netflix series, which uh, was maligned by some, but I found it to be beautiful. I put Lost right up there with it. This is wow. a 10. This wow. is a 10 out of 10. A 10 out of 10. Absolutely. I would expect nothing less of you. I think they're valid. there's valid flaws. Certainly, Damon Lindelof and the other male writers of the show didn't do a great job writing the female characters True. on Lost. That's a legitimate criticism. But that, hey, they're all hot, so you know what I mean? What <laughs> they, does that matter? They all get pregnant. They all kiss boys. <laughs> You got tight ass. All of their <laughs> hair <coughs> textures work with the humidity. Uh, what else is there? What else we got to do? <laughs> uh, so yeah, those are legitimate flaws, and I acknowledge them. But it it doesn't affect the um, emotional resonance of it for me, I suppose. 
and it shouldn't. Lorraine, yeah. is there anything that caught your attention over last week or since I saw mm-hmm. you last in April? Yeah. That um, you would like to share with our listeners that most people don't know or appreciate? As I was doing my lost homework, I was like, man, this is so weird. This is reminding me so much of the soap opera Passions. Does oh, anyone in yeah. here know Passions? Yep. It was on NBC. Sister Cohen and I used to watch that sometimes. It's so good. It's <laughs> so weird. It's so funny. And I think that that's what I love so much about Passions. There are all these kooky characters. There's a witch. There's witchcraft. A literal witch. There's a literal witch. Anyway, it's real crazy. It's a bonkers <laughs> soap opera. It's called Passions. And as I was watching the Lost finale, I was like, the one thing getting me through this is it's reminding me of Passions, and that's getting a laugh out of me because it's just like smoke monster, polar bear. Like, what is going on? Um, That's my thing that I love that I don't care if other people don't love. I was going to bring up a show that ran on HBO for one season for seven episodes since we mentioned HBO John from Cincinnati. It's uh, a comedy. Not, it's like another British comedy that I'm recommending. Oh, okay. But I am just such a fan. And I saw it and I was like, this is hilarious. And I was so upset that it didn't go anywhere. And I don't think it's going anywhere. But if you love comedy and if you love women, <laughs> watch it. Um, it's called Sally Forever. So it is uh, Julia Davis, the British com- comedian. And it is her show about a woman who is in an unhappy relationship with a man. And then she uh, falls in love with this beautiful pixie girl <laughs> uh i guess she's who's julia davis is julia davis the i can't remember so, i saw the pilot for this over the summertime and it is wild i also is, recommend no it yeah. is it's just super wild so anyway but the woman is in the unhappy in an unhappy relationship uh a uh, straight relationship with uh this dude who's kind of a loser and then she meets this uh girl who seems like this like just a punk girl who's a lot of fun and they have this like crazy romance and then she, the original girl, breaks up with her boyfriend and she starts dating this girl only to find out that this new woman in her life is a fucking maniac, like evil psychopath, and she's destroying her life. So it's like <laughs> she went from uh, not a great relationship to I am in a relationship with a psycho and I can't get rid of her and she's a stalker and she's probably going to kill me. That uh, is so funny. I I feel like the question that the audience will have throughout is, should she have left that first guy? And like what one argument that could be made is maybe this she's being terrorized by this new person, but maybe it's more exciting and more fun to live in that terror than to be with that like boring milk toast. Like that's a great that's a great point. Yeah. So that's for you uh, listeners to find out. But it's also very funny and uh, sexy so show. funny. Lorraine, um, is there anything you would like to plug I'm really enjoying how boring my personal life is at the moment, but I will plug a couple of things. Check out Mod Night at UCB. It's um, 8.30 p.m. on Wednesday nights. My team is the summer of, and we go up the first Wednesday of every month. Also, hot off the presses, I'm newly the director of a mod team called Hail Mary, and their shows are the second Wednesday of every month, so check them out. They're really great. And also, I think that people should um, Google uh, Brian Eno Windows 95 startup sound. It's really good. So just check it out. Just leave it at that. Steven, (laughs) what about you? Is there anything you'd like to plug? As listeners may know, Sasha and I uh, host a twice-monthly improv show at the Moving Arts on Hyperion Avenue in Los Angeles, 9 p.m. on the 2nd and 4th Thursday, the Direct-to-Video Awards. Please listen to this podcast. Please tell your friends about it. And please, please rate us on iTunes, even if just one click. That would help us with something. Thank you, Elizabeth Salute, for artwork. Thank you, Andrew Hayworth, for our theme music. Thank you, Carlton Gillespie, for amazing videos. Thank you, Jay Hildress Hunter, for production support. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you all.